Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to episode 64 with myself, Chris Hume, the legend Don Maguire, and our guest today is none other than Anthony, the Yorkshire gladiator, Holmes. Welcome to the show, mate. Appreciate you giving us your time. Thanks for having us on. It's my pleasure. Well, mate, I, I kind of want to take you back just a few weeks, you know, to BKB 26. It was a hell of a war. You you had an American and Chad Kelly come yeah. across the pond to to face you for the world title. What did that, I, I saw a couple of your interviews and you were quite humble about, you know, the aspects of respect and things towards him. You know, one correlated to me and, and, and I feel it because you're the champion. You said, I don't want to see my title on a plane going to America. So you called this fight a legacy fight. Take me through that thought perception of Anthony you're Holmes. Welcome, uh... Where I've come from, for what I've achieved over the last couple of years, uh, not many have done. I mean, uh, given my age, I retired for six years. I've been, I've come for a counsellor stay on and off, you know, up and down with depression. I've been in and out of prison and I managed to turn my life around. BKB gave me an opportunity. Um, like I said, I think got three, four years ago, I just started competing again after a few wise words from a few friends and uh, my coach and that. And then got tight, uh, my first fight at BKB were um, title shot, British title shot, and I was expected to get run over, basically. And every type of fight I've had has been a title fight. I'm three weight champion now, two British in the world. Um, so from where I've come from, I just want to create. I want to get into. I've not got long in the career because I'm I'm 37 now. I can only see myself fight till I'm 40 because I want to yeah. keep obviously. I want to be able to wipe my own ass at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, and not be not be dribbling. Um, but obviously it's a dangerous sport, as you can see. Um, there's not many fights you can have wars like that and come away uninjured because you're going to leave a fight yourself in the ring. So yeah. try and get hit, you know, the bare minimum. Uh, minimum. And if you see me other fights, um, everything's been uh, clear victories, clean cut. And uh, I've been asking for a test and Chad Kelly definitely gave me that. Yeah, you know, I want to correlate into that because I've I've received quite a bit of disrespect on my end and 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 i want people to know it no way has come from you you know you've been nothing but cordial and polite and and fort with you know a lot of people are saying and and i love this analogy but i want your thought perception on it they say a, a draw on foreign soil is a win in disguise you know there's no dispute that you and chad kelly had a seven round war. Yeah. How, when you sit back now and you look at that fight, do I've you in your heart, do, do you in your heart feel that it, is, it was a draw? To be honest with you, I've watched that fight at least 100 times and I thought I took the first four. I think uh, Chad started coming back into the fight in round three, um, back into round three. I, I took those clearly. If you look, if you watch back, the shots what landed clean, he ended up 
falling to the side of the ring a couple of times. Um, I landed the cleaner shots. And then third round, um, the doctor were looking at him in the nose. He got a bit extra time. Thing. And I started thinking it was going to be stopped. Um, obviously, I was cut at that time and my hand was cut as well, so I couldn't even jab anymore. Uh, the, the doctor started looking at me. So first, first I started letting my energy drop uh, when I thought that he had a bit extra time. It called, I thought, oh, it's over, they're going to stop it here. Uh, and then I started like, you know, mentally thinking, oh, it's stopped, it's done. <laughs> um, and then when he come back out, I thought, oh, yeah, fair enough. But then the doctors were checking me in corners as well. So I've gone in and I've tried rushing and then uh, just going for finish. But I forced it work and just... We took with with the styles as well. I started going forward. We were just clashing in the middle and just smothering. So it was just getting very messy, which I think um I can see Chad were don't get me wrong, end of the fight, uh, I had nothing left. I was absolutely knackered, but I put that down to a few other things pre pre fight. I was coaching that night as well, so I had a bit of adrenaline jump, shouting outside that ring with lad who were coaching. Um uh, few things I know what to be changing for next step fight, but with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whatever the fight, I've got utmost respect because whatever we do, we put it all in there. And uh, I, I underestimated Chad. Um, his toughness, I thought, could anybody else, I know if those shots had caught him with, especially the uppercuts are caught him with, I'd have stopped him. Um, so the, for him, is a... Uh, it shows his fitness. We are recovered after the third round because yeah. uh, he would have bit he would have bit blowing up to the third round, and then he's got his second wind. Um, then fourth, he come out close gap. Me watching back personally, I don't think there were much between fourth, but I still took the fourth. The fifth, it could have gone either, and the sixth, I definitely give to uh, Chad. Uh, seventh, I thought I was absolutely spent, but I thought I put the cleaner, um, the more output, and the cleaner shots in again. Very messy. Um, the last two rounds, especially, very, very uh, clash, clashy, very messy, very brawly. <laughs> but I want to commend you. I want to commend you on on your attitude and and your take on the fight. See, one thing that most people here in America don't understand is you go you go to the UK and and you fight a, a, a fighter from the UK. You're, and, and a draw is called, generally you're going to get booed. Generally you're going to get yelled at and, you know, because the Skelters and everybody over there, they're not, you know, most people don't understand English manner like I do. Yeah. But after your, after your seven round war, when it was declared a draw, not a single boo. The yeah, crowd both loved you guys. Yeah, I think I'm not surprised. I think we, uh, we left everything in there, to be honest. I mean, me especially, I had nothing. I did. I won't lie about. Um, I was exhausted come seventh. I was exhausted in sixth. Um, again, there's a few things I'll change on that. On that uh, leading up to the fight, and a few things playing into that. Um, but it won't. I'm looking forward. Uh, I think we both deserve a rematch. One for uh, the toughness of Chad and lasting seven rounds, coming all that way. Um, I didn't believe I could stop him. And I fell short and stopped with him. And then I let him get into his rhythm and uh, messed me own up. So um, I think I was outboxing him easily for the first three. Um, 
Yeah, I just then I just start. It's I, start, I got this uh, water water after it coming to like with with cuts what had accumulated. Uh, I don't know if you can see, but I did split my knuckle first uh, first Ooh. round. Yeah. Um, so that were gassed open. You can see it on videos in corner. They do it on uh, that was split open. So I can't jab anymore. So we're uh, we're just throwing yeah. my hooks, trying to wide up, trying to hit him with this part of knuckles instead of jabbing and hitting my lap. So it would have been. And then, it, like I say, it was getting messy and predictable, readable. Uh, a few factors, but then again, there's also there were a few factors on Chad's uh, side because he was cut there. So, like I said, we did. We need a rematch. We definitely need a rematch because um, there's factors on both sides. Obviously, your side at Pond believe he won. My side at Pond believe I won. So, yeah. it's just got a bit. With there were two, two, two gladiators went at it then, and uh, I've got no but respect for anybody who will fight. But we need a clear victory, that's for sure. Yes. Before I hand it to Chris, let me ask you one more question because you know the thoughts were correlated of you coming across the pond in in October. Yeah. You know, and and let's face it, the rules in the United Kingdom are different than the rules in in America. You know, how ready is Anthony Holmes to step into the trigon? Because the trigon's a beast, brother. The corners are deep. It's a mathematical equation. There's a center sweet spot where you stand and bang. But if you fall into the corner, you're going to have to fight your way out. How much of that of Anthony Holmes is looking forward to coming transatlantic to step in the Trigon? I do. Uh, I have actually struggling to get into America because I've got a criminal record, like I spoke to her before. I've been in and out of prison a few times for fighting, um, yeah. especially in my younger days. And given off, it's been GBH and ABH. So uh, I do have to do a bit of. Um, yeah, I, have to, I would have to go to American Embassy and stuff like that to, to be, but I'm wanting to get that fight back this year if possible. So, well, in all fairness, Chad Kelly said he's willing to come back across the pond to fight you again. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. That's that's an awesome uh, attitude. That's like I say, I've got no but respect, and uh, this is what we will do it by the end of this year, definitely. Um, because I think both sides. We just need a rematch, not 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 only for us, just for a, a clear victor, but um, for public as well. Because there's not one person who said that were a boring fight. So, and then yeah. all the interviews, what I've said previous, these are fights, these are challenges I want. I've only got a short stint in sport, and uh, my main goal is to reach all of fame. The only way of standing out is having battles like that. So, uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> it's not quite as um, messy, and we can. Uh, redo it, re-go back to it, redrawing board and correct a few things. So, Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm very respectful and I'm a Fort Whip man. I'm honest about my opinions. And, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think your mates, like you said, everybody thinks both sides won, you know, and I did, I did make a fair analogy on my show and, and I did say that I felt that Chad Kelly won, but I'm an honest man. I'm an yeah. open man. Uh, you know, everybody sees a fight different. The only one that really can give their true thought perceptions on the fight isn't even really the judges it's yeah. the third man in the ring the referee you know so when you when you correlate it that way anybody's opinion everybody has an opinion like we all have assholes you know mm. it, it doesn't mean two shits but what you did that night and i'll give credit to you because you're a hell of a warrior you know to step in the sport like you did is tremendous and to have a war like that with bkb is it's tremendous man you know I, I like I said, I'm open, but I think that was a hell of a war. I'm like you. I think a rematch is a must. That's that's yeah. the only way we're going to settle this. But I'm going to let Chris talk to you for a little bit because I, I kind of stole the mic a little bit. <laughs> no, it's it's not a problem. I was just trying to share out the show um, to other pages, and then Facebook kicked me out, and then it's kicked the show off Facebook. So I was just trying to redirect everyone back onto to watch the show. So it's been like you guys have been talking. I'm trying to listen and trying to sort that out, thinking shit, shit, shit. <laughs> um, I think I've sorted it. Um, Anthony, take me back to early beginnings of you. You know, you just said about all, all, all the sort of things, you, the trial and tribulations you've had to get through to get to where you are. What the, interested? What interested you in combat sports as, as a whole? I mean, I've always had me uh, since one nineteen. I started amateur boxing. Um, and then I went into MMA, ended up 6-0 in MMA. Uh, got signed with Bama. Went uh, and then from there, uh, opponents kept dropping out. I, they kept uh, every two, 
I've asking me to get ready for the next show, get next show. So, so a couple of months on trot, they're asking me to stay fight fit. And eventually, my knee ended up blowing out. Relationship that I was in at the time, my head didn't handle it well. I went on, uh, I turned to drink and drugs again, like I'd done in the previous years when I was struggling. I went off rails and I retired for six years. I was in a bad, uh, bad state of mind. And then from there, because I don't know how to deal with things properly, never had done. Uh, I thought it's only until I got into my 30s I started to learn how to control, you know, my emotions, how to deal with, you know, life struggles. Um, I ended up in prison and then, like I said, I turned into my 30s and then just a bit of sense kicked in, to be honest with you. Uh, surrounding me, some right people started going back training. And then uh, my coach pulled me to the side. He said, do you fancy, uh, fancy turning pro boxing? Or there's a straight in at BKB title shot. Obviously, stage where BKB is, I'll have that British title, please. <laughs> and uh, yeah, won, won every round, four knockdowns, and he didn't even look, hardly touch me. So I know uh, I've always had been capable. I've been quite comfortable in fights. I, uh, I've played, like you've seen, I don't mind. Uh, I get my water down, I'm quite stubborn. Um, I don't have a quit in me in that side. And I'm very good at learning and adapting. And uh, unfortunately, that night, last fight, I tend to I tend to uh, let my mind get the better of me, should I say, in getting dragged in, tried rushing, tried uh, yeah. try speeding stuff up. And then there's a good saying, of it, is it like, uh, just because you're doing a lot more, I don't mean you're getting more done. And that's exactly what happened that night. I was forcing more, but it doesn't mean... Um, were actually cause, causing a lot less to be done. So uh, yeah, it's all it's all learning, it's all experience. And yeah, I've been around talented people. I've, I've shared maps with a lot of talented people, UFC fighters. You know, I've always been able to hold my own, regardless. So um, yeah, I've got a good coach, Neil Wayne again, ex UFC. And uh, I'm, I've got that older head. You know, pennies drop me a lot of things. You know, I know what's important. I was never disciplined in my early twenties and stuff. I was still going out drinking, and now I, t I take even all the small percentages. Like I'm not kidding. I have watched that fight back now at least hundred times, and I've completely dissected it. I know exactly where my mind was in certain moments, and uh, yeah, it won't happen again. So, and I know exactly he'll be correcting his, you know, where he thought he uh, went wrong. Or he'll be correct. So I'll be meant to see a good, but we both adjusted. And uh, yeah. so what's it again? So, like I say, it's these these at fights. I will, will say one thing I think BKB downplayed it a little bit, say it was a cross Atlantic um fight for a world title, first ever. And we should have been main event, you know, that yeah. and we, we didn't get much uh, mention about it. Which it's first, it's, it's an historical fight to be honest with you, with the two cross promotions. So, it, um. Yeah, on that that part, we're a bit disappointed. On I'm hoping next next time for rematch, given the uh, the war what it did cause the first one. I'm hoping that they respect it and give it give it its credit. Would you be comfortable, obviously, going over to America and and fighting in the Trigon? Yeah, obviously, I would like a lot of time in the Trigon. Um, yeah, get used to it. I'd have to get uh, build a ring. I won't just go over there like. Uh, I had Rico training with me a lot for that last fight. And, um, yeah, I'd have to understand the rule set properly because uh, he, he knocked him through ropes and he turned his back thinking it would be a count. <laughs> and then he looked round and his hair back in. And then once he did get it, um, he was disorientated and he kept handing up back in a corner again. So I would I would put the hours in in a, in a triangle ring on that rule set. The end. You know, let me ask you a question because this, this is where I think a lot of the fight could be figured out. A lot of the fight could be seg segregated and, and, and different correlation of thoughts can come from it. Now, I don't particularly care for the referee that refereed your fight. You know, when, when I watched it, there's a lot of times that there were situations where you would be up against the ropes and he would break the fight and put you back in the center. And he did the same, you know, with Chad. You know, the whole purpose of a bare-knuckle fight is to let you guys fight. Yeah. You know, what is your thought process on how the referee handled the fight that uh, night? I don't like the clinch in BKB. Um, they like to stop the clinch straight away. So as soon as you're into locks, that's their rule set. Um, I was getting quite frustrated with Chad quite a lot. Um, I think that led to me overcommitting a bit as well because I did take quite a um, few shots. I didn't complain on night, but uh, if you watch back on video, 
all yeah. back in my head were there with lump, lump, lump from all uh, back at headshots, which it's fighting, it's going to happen, it's no tickling contest, but um, given rule set, I don't think you're allowed shots at back at head in your rule set, I don't no. know who be, and I did Not even here. Yeah, all back in my head, all down there, and all down my neck were, uh, <laughs> it would look like somebody had been playing whack-a-mole on my head. <laughs> but yeah. it's um, one of them, like I say, yeah, if you look back as a, that's the first time Clive's ref me as well, and he kept giving me a bollocking for my hands open, but it's bare knuckle, and that's how uh, I've always fought with my hands open. And uh, Baz, who died, passed away, bless him, uh, never had those issues as long as I'm closing my hands before um, punches connect. That's all that matters, but he kept saying I needed to hold my hands. Uh, well, it's not boxing, we haven't got gloves on. Why should he hold my hands? Clench all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I was getting frustrated with Clive as well. I actually had a bit of a good, <laughs> a bit of a good <laughs> after as well. Um, well, that's the first time he's ref me, to be honest with you. And I'm quite frustrated with him on the night. But he's doing his job. He's doing what he sees, right? Um, but, yeah, I were, I were in disagreements with quite a few stuff myself. Um, a bit frustrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had been a messy fight. We were a frustrating fight in its sense. And one thing, I did uh, take his toughness. Uh, I underestimated his toughness, to be honest with you. And, uh, again, that's my own doing. I've, I've done. I've, I've, I once did that in my past, and I said I'd never do it again. And it slowly snuck in there again, but it won't happen again. Yeah. One thing I wanna I wanna say to you, and this is truly from my heart. Yeah. You know, after the fight, you sat down side by side with Chad Kelly. Yeah. Mate, you're one of the truest forms of the sport that I love. You didn't sit down there like a Conor McGregor would and talk about Chad's family and this and that. You sat down like a man, side by side, with a with another man that you just went to war for seven rounds. And yeah. both of you paid absolute mutual respect to each other. And I, I commend you for that, bro, because a lot of times here in the States, you know, we get these these fighters that they don't want to realize that yeah, I just went to war with another man and we're going to walk away as mates. You know, there's no hate. The hate was settled inside of the, inside of the ring. What you did was, was first class because I've, I've interviewed hundreds of thousands of fighters in the last 19 years. And I got to tell you, I, I have to commend you on your professionalism, your attitude. It, it's second to none. You know, what I really love about who you are and See, all these people came at us to get you on the show. But if you look in your inbox, I had already sent you a message to come on the show. You know, I did that before any of your people contacted me because I wanted to share the other side of the story. Because two things you brought up that you had been in prison. You know, you look at Juan Archuleta. You look at several other fighters that are in the sports in the United States. They all came from prison. And they made their life better. They got a second opportunity and they made, made the best of it. And that's what I see you doing, mate. I see you realizing that you're not that young lad anymore. And now it's time for you to get your life where it needs to be. What sits in the heart of Anthony Holmes before BKB, but what made you realize that you had to grow up, you had to become that man? Because ultimately, that decision put you on this path to greatness. Yeah, I've got um, I've got a sixteen-year-old daughter. She's been loving my life, my partner. I've never had um, what should I say uh, support from my partners before, which I have this time. And yeah, it's uh, I got to a stage. Is what am I doing? I was depressed, mental health. I've always suffered my mental health up and down. The only time I'm happy is when I'm in fighting. To be honest with you, I've got focus and I've got goals to aim towards. And Penny drops um, from the area I am. I've got quite a bad reputation for fighting, for violence, you know, um, caught up in wrong crowds. And I want to remember for good. And now I've got, I'm getting recognised. I'm trying to give back for the community. I help kids, you know, I work with kids. And like I say about trash talk, I've got no intention of trash talking anybody because uh, we, we all put ourselves through absolute hell to get in that ring and then compete. And then we'd, just for people's entertainment, but it's more than entertainment for us. It's our life. It's our, it's our out. And part of it's us expressing ourselves where, where we want to be. You know, trying to make something better of ourselves. And unfortunately, I'm not an office worker. I can't do it. And on it way, I've always been good, um, or should I say, comfortable at fighting. And it's on it way I can express myself. And something gives me focus and goals. And 
in in long run, it makes me a better person. It makes me a better person to be with. It makes me a better dad. What I do providing and uh, showing my daughter, you know, you want something enough, you can you can achieve it. You just got to put everything into it. So I'm sure that's safely great champion in short period. And yeah, I don't it's I don't intend on uh, giving up now. I'll fight to the end regardless. Yeah. You, you definitely know, not for an American. Definitely not for <laughs> no. an American. You're you're Brit. You got to keep it in this country. It does not go across <laughs> the pond. Hey man, but the, the the thing of it is though is most people don't realize that I, I I shot a third of my career in the UK. You know because back in the early days, that's where most of the opportunities were with the UK domination series and other aspects, and you know Thailand, all all over you know the world for me, but. You know, it's, it's funny because a lot of my family, a lot of my true brothers come from the UK. And those are friendships and brotherhoods that I cherish, you know. And, and it's funny because even Chris thinks, you know, we, our banter is crazy. Americans, when they hear us talk, they're like, are do you guys like each other? Do you guys even care about each other? But, but they don't understand that good old English banter is tremendous what i love about the people from the uk is they will get all up in your feelings and not give two shits about your thought process i mean and americans on the other hand they don't know how to handle that but but i do and i and i've been there and i understand your culture you know people don't realize that i started with the former you know light heavyweight world champion liam mcgarry back in isle of jersey just off the coast of the uk i also lent Vassell. You know, and I could just keep going and going and going. But see, the thing of it is, I don't think a pawn separates the love for the sport. And, mate, what you what you brought to BKB 26, nothing can be taken from you. Every Like I said, everybody has a right to their own, own opinion. But what I, I love what you said is you went back and you've watched the fight over and over and over again. Now you know what you've done wrong without giving anybody – you know, the win or the, or the loss or the draw. But what you said that really sits in my heart is that this has to be ran back. Yeah. And that, that right there shows the type of character and the man that you are. Mate, I have nothing but respect for you. You talk about your daughter. You know, I have a 36-year-old son. And he's my best friend in life. Yeah. So, so to hear you talk about your daughter, the change your life for your daughter, the community service things that you do, mate, you're a warrior. And, you know, screw what my opinion is. Screw what everybody else's opinion is. You know, may the best fighter win in the rematch because yeah. I respect you. I respect you, mate. You know, see, the reason I hit you up in your inbox to have you on the show is because I like to tell both sides of every, everybody's story. Nobody knows who Anthony Holmes is here in America, yeah. you know, but I, I will say for some of your mates to come at me sideways was, was cool because I, I'll give them it right back. You know, I, I don't give two shits about what they think about me because, you know, they're entitled, like I said, they're entitled to their opinion. And, you know, there's only, there's that's, only two that's going to decide on me, Max, and that's going to be me and Chad, isn't it? Um, hopefully we won't leave it to judges this time. And uh, given character, I've seen, um, I know he'll be training hard for it. Uh, listening to his interview, you know, changing his sleep pattern on that to adjust to the UK, it shows me, and uh, putting a 10x10 ring in. So it showed me just how dedicated and serious he is about his training. Um, yeah, a few things I've probably overlooked. And uh, again, fully, I've listened, I'm switched on, <laughs> and I won't overlook him again. Let me ask you one more question before I pass it back to Chris. This this second fight will be a new chapter for Anthony Holmes. Yeah. If you had to open up the book of Anthony Holmes and go to the second chapter and write down your thoughts going into the second war with Chad Kelly, what would yeah. that statement say, mate? I was going to say I'm going to show him a true champion. Um, adverse. I won't shy away from adversity. I won't turn down hard fights. I mean, I could avoid the fight, but I'm fat. I'm not. That's not me. Um, I want, like I say, I want to represent BKB well. I want to represent the Holmes name well. I fight another reason when my dad passed him away um, two years ago. Um, I was supposed to fight for the world title when he, the day he passed away. Um, so, like I say, I want to make the Holmes name, you know, in the favour, uh, put the Holmes name out there, 
showing me respect, you know. I still believe he's there with me. That's why I kissed Sky in ring before when they announced my name. Um, like I say, I just I represent the UK, represent me, and I represent BKB to the best I can. No, I, I disagree with you there. You you represent your daughter. Yeah, do with my family. Yeah. yeah, you you know, see, I, I bring this up a lot on my shows lately because I, for one, did this myself. I used to be gone forty weeks a year. You know, we give praise to our friends. We give praise to this and that. But what about the unforgotten people that created you, Anthony? Yeah. You know, what about the people that are on your side that truly never get any credit? Yeah. You know, your, your daughter, your mom, your other people in your life. What would you like to say to those people, the unsung heroes that stand side by side with you that have pushed you and got you to this point in your life? What would you like to say yeah. to them, man? I don't have the best relationship with my mum. I love her to bits, um, but unfortunately, you know, uh, we've never been. There's been quite a lot of things come off. Uh, there was a lot of violence I was brought up with. Um, yeah. That's that's why I went off um, rails a bit as a dig because I didn't know how to uh, deal with past traumas and uh, turned to violence a lot myself. But I'll always love her. Um, my mother, she brought me into this world. Uh, my daughter, she's been my heart. You know, uh, I've always fought for her anyway. They brought me out and I went to prison and I had to speak to her, you know, Christmas's birthdays. And uh, yeah, they all know how much I love them. I'm quite vocal. I'm quite, I'm quite, I show it. <laughs> I show <laughs> it. I them. I make sure, because I want, um, I make sure every day. I tell her every day I love her, so she's well aware of that. <laughs> yeah. See, Americans don't even get why my son is my best friend. And, you know, I take him all over the world with me. And I was at an event and down in Biloxi, and people said, how is your son your best friend? I'm like, what are you, an ass? How can my son not be my best friend? You know, or you, you must, you must. See, the thing of it is, I didn't come from, a, I didn't have a mother and father. Yeah. I was an unwanted child. So I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, mate. But the thing of it is, you know, they told me I would never be a father because I didn't have a father. Yeah. But you know what, man, you're a tremendous man and you're walking. You know what, one day I would like to exchange one of these shirts yeah. For one of those shirts with you, mate. And, and I'd like to shake your hand face to face. And, no you know, man. see, the thing is, is people, like I said earlier, you know, we both got discontent from both sides. But this is what this is the beauty of life. You know, the thing that people don't understand is a lot of people want to go and say things. But a true man will sit here face to face with you and and tell you his exact thoughts and tell you exactly what I said, which I've done. But the thing about I loved most about you was your pre-fight interview was you said, this was a legacy fight for you. Yeah. You know, brother, nothing was taken from you. Not as far as your legacy. Nothing could be taken away from what you're creating in history. You know, the thing that you need to realize and understand is Legacies can be tainted and taken away, but you've created history. Yeah. See, I don't know if you realize this or not, but for your daughter and those that you care about, this was the first transatlantic world title fight in bare knuckle, and you yeah. created history. What does it mean for Anthony Holmes to put his family's name in the history books? Well, that's exactly what that's been the goal all along. Um, this is what I want. I like I say, quite a bit of pressure actually going in, uh, which. Like I say, uh, I'll handle a bit better next time. But this, I've always asked, I said these are the fights I sort of want. Uh, all my other fights have been plain sailing. I've never really had any adversity. And this is the first fight I've had adversity. Yeah, even though a draw, I think it's, for me personally, it's shown I've got, um, if I do get a bit of adversity, I can dig in deep there, you know, regardless. I can yeah. stand in trenches and do. And I thank, uh, I really thank Chad for that as well, for bringing that that side out out of me for other people to see. And this is why I look forward to, to running it back, just to show what sort of champion I can. I can adapt, I can change, and I can, re can correct the wrongs. Brilliant. That's one of BKB's best champions, not just in the ring, but outside the ring. Those are the lessons you learn throughout your career, though, isn't it? That, you know, you yeah. go for all, all these fights and then... You know, I mean, it's like uh, I suppose you say writing in a book, but you're writing it in your brain, and you, you can go back and you learn it, and then you come back as a better man. 
I, yeah. I think you know that, that's brilliant for everything you've come out and said. Um, I'm interested and intrigued. You know, Don will tell you. You know, I, I'm predominantly you know mixed martial arts guy, so I've thrusted myself into bare knuckle, and um, yeah. I'm still learning everything as I go along. And uh, I watched your fight today, and um, I was mesmerised by it with you and Chad Kelly because it was just absolute passion and and. and wanting to win and and both of you going great guns for it and you know you can see at the end of the, the seventh round you both blew all your gasket out the out the water and um, it was fascinating to watch for someone like me that's still learning the ropes of bare knuckle itself it's a great yeah. advertisement for someone to watch it and go actually you don't have to watch ufc and bellator all, all the time yeah. there's a place there's a place right here that needs more eyes on it. And you guys put a great advertisement on for everybody in the world to come and watch these sort of fights. Well, given where it's at the minute, I believe we're pioneers at sport. So um, given it's on it early days, so that's another goal. Like UFC, Randy Couture, my favourite fighter, you know, winning <laughs> um, titles at 45, you know, I look up to him. That's when I started back, you know, starting back in my later years, in my 30s. So, so at the beginning, I think I'm too old, and then I start looking at Randy, George Foreman in boxing, and thinking, sure, I'll be too old, get, get his energy <laughs> from training. And, uh, you know, it's only it's all in your head, isn't it? So, and that's it again with, with Chad. The best I can describe that fight is two stags locking arms. <laughs> we were just clashing <laughs> in the middle. Um, and leave water back in, you know, uh, it, were, it were a very gory fight, one foot fans. And the thing with UFC, uh, Emma May, yeah, a lot, especially with wrestling taking over quite a bit now. People are yeah. more excited about the stand, stand up aspect. Uh, don't get me wrong, that like Khabib and that dominating uh, Liviera at minute with the wrestling. Uh, but people don't want to see that. People want to see the, the gory stand up and bang. And that's what you're getting, Ben Knuckle. This is why, in a couple of years, I think it's going to take over. It's going to take over boxing. It's going to take over um, UFC. But this is why I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it now. And this is what. This I want to be a class of one of the pioneers and be remembered as like uh, yearly, yearly for your, your Coleman and that in the UFC and your Randy Couture in the UFC. So it'll be good, you know, see where it does progress in the next 10 years and hopefully be classed as, um, classed as one of the big pioneers. you definitely have an um, intro, wouldn't you? With you and Chad, either both fights, depending on how the second one goes, but you definitely have an intro. When they're going through the later years, if you think ahead and see if Ben Uckle does boom, and then you, you two would be set in stone as an intro. Even if it was a couple of yeah. seconds, you can pick so many good points out of that, that fight that when Bare does explode, you two are going to be right there in the mix. Appreciate Wait a minute. That. When Bare Knuckle does explode, bro, Bare Knuckle's already exploding. You yes, know, you know what I mean. I, I'm I know not, what I'm you're saying. From the, I'm looking at the levels where you know UFC boxing is. You know, it, it's just it, I'm just looking at it metaphorically. Yeah, well, take your Welsh pride, man, and I understand it, bro. But the, the thing of it is, have Welsh pride. I'm giving you shit, bro. The thing of it is, is I, I get so much shit in my career, bro. It, it's like because I started in boxing, and my first fight was a world title fight, and it happened to be in in the UK, and I separated myself from boxing and then went to no holds barred pride and glory. And then I, I came back in at UFC three in 1994. So I get shit on a lot because people say, Don, you're going bare knuckle. Well, I, I interviewed the first fighters from the first event in the United States in bare knuckle history with the bare knuckle fighting federation, the boss route. I was part of the promotion. Then BKFC came along and the colonel over there at BKFC, I really don't care too much or give two shits about that, man. He can, he could chub on this, you know, but the thing of it is I interviewed all of his fighters, but I fell in love with bare knuckle. Yeah. And then, then I got an opportunity to meet Mike Vasquez from, from BYB. And I told him, you know, mate, for the first time in 37 years, I met a promoter that I like. I can't find nothing wrong with the, with Mike Vasquez or, or Dada. And so I think it's great because I know most of the upper echelon of BKB. And I think it's great that two entities from across the pond can shake hands and not have to have it on paper, but yet create one of the largest bare knuckle aspects in the world. And, and you're right. 
It's new. It's fresh. I do think it's going to take over the UFC. I do think it's going to take a lot of retrospects away from boxing because boxing is pretty much having a hard time anyway right now. But so I mean, yeah, fighters are, all top fighters are avoiding each other, whereas bare knuckle, there's no hiding. It's just, right, uh, don't matter yeah. what stage you're at, right, you'll fight him, you'll fight him. There's no... And the, the lads and the mindset, what you've got in it, they're looking for the hard fights. Maybe odd one or two, but they soon get outed and they they're not lost in the career wrong. wrong. Uh, but... Well, yeah. I love it because it's raw. It's just yeah. raw. You you really you take the sport of boxing and you just take the gloves off, and yeah. you know, and then you, you you shorten the rounds, so you have no choice but to go go to war with your opponent. This is the most exhilarating aspect of I've ever felt in the sport. I mean, let's face it, bro. I mean, I love boxing and Muay Thai. They're they're two of my favorites. But MMA, I, I, I don't even do it. I've shot so many years for in MMA that I don't even watch. The, the, they're so inundated. I don't even watch the UFC or Bellator, except if one of my friends is, is on the card. You know, I had gifted Gabe Green, who's getting ready to fight. Ian Gary, who you think is going to beat my homie. But, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, I had him on last night. But the thing about it is bare knuckle is the truest form of the sport. You go back, I think it's to 1863 or 1861, something like that, with John L. Sullivan. And I commend the people that brought Bare Knuckle to the forefront. Because if it wasn't, I wouldn't be sitting in front of Anthony Holmes. I wouldn't be, be able to understand your perception of the war that you were just in or the man behind that world title. I'm going to ask you a question that is probably going to be a little bit different for you than you've ever been asked. Take me, take me to that night after the fight. You're sitting in your hotel room and you get a, a brief moment to look at yourself in the mirror. What did you take away from that moment? Oh, uh, um, just some durable. Uh, not just that, but straight away, I was uh, watching fight. I was watching fight taxi back. Um, this replay, I've not, I've not stopped thinking about the fight, and I won't stop thinking about the fight until we, until we lock arms again. Uh, that's just sort of personal way I am. I'm, uh, I'm, the, I'm the own worst critic, as you see. On uh, straight after interview, I pulled apart my, uh, my points straight away, and I believe the champion's got to do right. If I thought if I had not to pull on, and uh, I'm just setting myself up for another loss, so I have to critique myself. Go to a drawing board and make sure nothing happens, uh, goes against me, and put up a perform to my best and no, uh, don't get distracted or lose a mindset throughout. Yeah. Let me restructure that just a little bit before I hand it to Chris. You know, really, at the end of the day, two tremendous warriors stepped into that ring and they beat the shit out of each other. Fucking two, right? And nobody gained anything. You know, you didn't lose anything, but you didn't gain anything. But you gained respect. You guys yeah, gained respect for each other. Yeah, you guys. I think not just for each other, but uh, I think the people looking in. I mean, anybody who wants to step in, bring followers as well. Like others, uh, other opponents against either one of us are going to see it's going to be no easy. They're not going to have a walkover. Just because they cut us up a bit, it's not over. So they're going to have to eat this with each other. Sledgehammer. That's only where we're going to go down. As we both, I think we both took some clean, clean shots. Yes, we just shook his head and went straight back in. So, uh, so I like to say, I think, I think that's put a massive statement out there for anybody who wants to compete. Is it's earned respect on the fan side. I think we've gained a lot of fans either side from it. So, I think it is a win-win all round for both of us. To be honest with you, it might have been class of the draw, but um, I think the sports gained. I think we've gained fans, and uh, we've gained a lot of experience from that fight. Well, mate, you gained a fan in me, bro. I mean, thank you, Chris, and a new and a newcomer here as well. Um, <laughs> I was saying to Don, you know, I, we always talk about, um, you know, like journalists like me who are new to the scene, and, and you know, when I when I had my my old co my old co-host with me, we, we we break down fights, and we used to always get to the you know the British cards, and you know, I'd yeah. be a bit biased because you know us Brits can be biased with each other because you know we we follow our own into battle, don't we? Is 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 British people yeah. do? Um, 
But you know, I mean, I'm seeing things differently, and and then I watched your fight today, and I had to sort of bite my tongue, like you know, right? Look, look at it as like Anthony Holmes is not British, right? You know, I had to sort of put myself away <laughs> from it. Um, but what we do do, as I feel, as a country, as much as we blow a lot of fans over the world watching an actual combat sport, because I think we do, um, we also like great fights. And say if our hometown hero lost, and it was just just one of those sort of fights, we'd also clap and cheer the guy that, that beat him. Because, you know, I mean, okay, we are biased with our own, but we appreciate good fighters and we appreciate good fights. We, I think we've always been like that as a country for years. You know, you rocking out and, and, and coming, you know, t- to the ring, What what's it like feeling from your fans, Is you, you know, before you were about to engage? I mean, uh, I I'm quite emotional. If you listen to tracks I play as well, it's... Um what I'm feeling, you know, uh, what I'm thinking, where my head's at. And on the music I play, I'm quite uh, an emotional character. I wear me out on my sleeve. I'm quite open about everything and I don't like it. So, like I say, I did carry quite a bit uh, weight on, obviously. Uh, I did feel the pressure that night, um, I won't lie. Um, but, again, I know what I know what caused it, what sort of thinking caused it. Walking in there, I mean, I love... I love the atmosphere. I love. Um, I get quite a lot of cheers and stuff. Um, I've got. I seem to be picking up quite a decent following, and uh, yeah, getting. I get getting texts from all over the world, which it's nice to be appreciated. People seeing hard work I put in, and to you deserve it, mate. People to reach out to me a few, given because a few was listening to my story as well, and it's inspired them. It's inspired a few, starting to inspire people around their area. So. It's giving me a sense of pride, but um, also, like I say, my family's seeing this as well. And uh, so I'm uh, hoping they, they think the same and they're proud too. And like I say, everything I do, I always um, talk to my father who's uh, up above. still talk to him now, even though he's passed. And I'm uh, hoping to meet him one day again. And then, uh, yeah, to hear those words, he's proud of me as well. So that's you will, mate. You will. I'm sure he does. I'm yeah. sure he does, man. See, that's, uh, man, Anthony, I love you more than I thought I, I actually would, bro, because even though you're you're across the pond, you know, reality is reality, man. And I, I didn't have a father, but I had a man that I call my grandfather. And yeah. I lost him. And, and still to this day, I, I'm pissed off at the world because I lost the man that created me. And I lost a part of me when he died, a part of me died. So yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel you mate, you know, and it's like, but believe me, you know, I don't know how you are spiritually, but I, I feel that they're looking down upon us and, and, and giving us well wishes and pushing us forward. You know, the thing that I wanted to eloquate on today's show with you is that I think you're a tremendous man in your walk. You know, we we could take, our, like I said, we could take our opinions after today's show and throw them out the damn window because they really don't mean two shits. Yeah. But what I see, what I see in front of me, is an honorable man, a man that went out there and gave the best that he had, and a man that truly deserves a second opportunity. I'm with you. I think you should be the main card on the next BKB when you do face Chad Kelly. I think the world recognize this fight because if I recognize it, trust me, I watched it live because I knew Mike Vasquez was going to be there. And I, I, but I also knew your fight. I, I looked up a little bit on you and I saw your MMA record. Why did you walk away from MMA? Uh, getting through injury and uh, I was in a very bad relationship at the time. Um, again, Injured, I couldn't keep uh, one of the shows, but I kept asking me to stay ready for a month after. The fighters kept pulling out, my knee went. And then just off the back of that, I just went into self-destruct mode. Um, split up the relationship I was in. That went, that went messy. And one thing left it over, ended up fighting on weekends, going out. Um, again, I've never been able to control my emotions until I got late into my 30s. And then uh, ended up sadly in prison. And then when you're in those cells, someone just, what am I doing with my life? Where am I at? You know, it gets a lonely place, banged up 23 hours a day, speaking to your daughter on birthdays and Christmases. And uh, 
it's heartbreaking every time they come to visit you and then go and knowing you're not there how you should be um so something had to change um i had that to change and yeah i'm here now you're a brilliant man you you really are and you know the one thing i i would like to say is that uh when you do get this opportunity i would like to have you on my show and this show again you know my show is a little bit you know i'm correlated with big fight weekly but i also have my own my own show and also have a syndicated show i i want the world to know who anthony holmes is because i believe you deserve that that opportunity but in all fairness too i gave chad kelly an opportunity to make a statement to you in my interview what statement would you like to make to chad kelly upon the next meeting there's no statement i mean uh, what will prevail will prevail i'm sure i'm going to give it 100 percent. i know where the character is i know um, i won't take anything for granted this time uh, i did take you know a few things for granted i will uh, he's got me full focus he's got me full he's gonna have, he's gonna have the best version of anthony holmes uh, when those are draw there'll be no there'll be no else as long as i walk out of that ring knowing i'll give 100 percent, that's which exactly what i'll get um yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna show uh, i'm a true champion and uh, i don't shy away from adversity and i will give you 110 percent in this fight as i know he will so let's um let's put on another great show that's that's dope because you're your adversity created and so am i so a lot of people don't understand that you know i came from a really fucked up life but I made the best of it. And, and you're doing that, mate. And, uh, and it was an honor to get this opportunity. I mean, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I was a little pissed off with all the hate that I've been getting. But me and Chris had a talk before the show. And, you know, Chris said, I don't think none of that's coming from Anthony. And it's quite obvious none of it came from you. You know, you're, you're a true gentleman and, and a classy warrior. And so I respect you. And, you know, honestly, you're a lot more humble than I thought you would be. You know, you're a lot more classier than I thought you would be. You know, you, Thank you. you're an honorable man. And, and I respect people who respect me, brother. And uh, I can't wait for the second war because the, the world needs to know the who the true <laughs> champion is. The Chris? Yes, I'm sir. I'm definitely intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued for another fight. Yeah, between you, right? Definitely. I'm pulled in now, so I, I'm I'm plain sailing. I'm not looking at anything else. I just want to see you two go at it again. Personally. Yeah, I get the all clear. I mean, uh, I was suffering with my vision um, for after the fight, but it is a lot better than what it was. It is uh, at left eye. Uh, it has cleared up. Uh, the I couldn't really see much out of it. Completely blurry. But uh, they said it might be from impact. It cleared up. I've got to go back for tests. I think two weeks now. But all clear. I know it's a lot better than what it was. So. We'll be uh, rearranging. We'll be arranging a date soon. So, before I let you go, this is a, a different question for me. But Don's heard me ask many fighters this before. We've had them on. When you look back, when it's all said and done, and you've got the next breed of any type of combat sports person, you know, a mixed martial artist, a person wants to be in bare knuckle, a, a boxer. What would you say to the next generation of? Um, just people that want to get involved in this sport. It's um, for me. You've got to be fully de dedicated. You know, it's got to be a way of life, not just a hobby. You know, uh, you've got to put everything into it. You're not gonna. You are gonna get caught out at some point if you don't. You know, um, but if you want something bad enough, you make those changes, make those sacrifices, and you put it all in to get what you want. And you've got to believe it as well to achieve it. There's no truth saying on that. You know, I'm going to add one more thing before we kind of wrap things up. A, a great brother of mine, James Krause, who fights in the UFC, was given an interview. And the guy goes, what's it like to be 22 and 7? And James went, huh? He said, I'm not 22 and 7. I'm 22 and 0 with seven lessons learned. You know, mate, if you could take away anything from today's interview, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't fucking like records, mate. I don't. I think record, records are bullshit. I think... Whoever the hungrier fighter is that night is the hungrier fighter, you know, because I, I had a guy on that he lost his first six fights, was getting ready to leave. 
And I told him, you know, mate, you, you, you can't leave, man. You, you got this for. And within two years after that, he became the world champion. Yeah. And so I respect you because you didn't let adversity hold you down. You turned that adversity and created greatness. So, you know what? Go out and show the world this next opportunity. Both you and Chad are, are tremendous men in your walk. And I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I, I respect both of you more than I ever thought I would because you guys, you guys put it on each other. <laughs> I mean, there was no holding back. But, you know, like I said, you know. We, <laughs> yeah, you right. certainly have. You certainly have. <laughs> Is anything else? Is any? Is anything you'd want to give a shout out to, um, Anthony? No, I, I, I could uh, just thank you to everybody who supported me throughout. Uh, people who believe in me, the sponsors, what's helped me, you know, train and uh, the young pups I've got coming up now. I do a lot of coaching, and uh, yeah, they're driving me quite a bit as well. You know, seeing them progress and me passing my knowledge on, and that gives me a bit of fire in me as well to say, to watch them. You know, look up to me and me do well and push them on as well. So. Just appreciate everybody who's backing me, supporting me, and wishing me the best. Well, one more thing before we let you go. What would you like to say to BKB and BYB for giving you this opportunity, mate? Uh, BKB, give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, they've helped me right life round, you know, the direction where I've gone, you know, they've been a, a big hand in it. Um, Spoke to Jim about this. Sometimes me and Jim don't see eye to eye. We'll clash a bit. But um, uh, like I said to him before about I'm quite open. I'm happy being a pioneer at sport. Um, the lads who have got training. Uh, the young lads. I've got two of the youngest in BKB. Um, they're making, they're giving good statements um, of the self. And they'll probably see uh, the good money side of it as well. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, I just appreciate it. And I'm glad uh, BYB have come together. So it's... Yeah, I think it's a brilliant, you know, uh, com camaraderie, is it? Companionship. Yeah. It'll just help us grow and the uh, rest of the world will get to see us. And more fights yeah. for you to have as well, mate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the only thing I could still argue with you about is, is an American biscuit compared to a biscuit in the UK. Oh, <laughs> don't start this now. <laughs> Anthony. Man, I appreciate you, mate. You know, yes. you're a you're a humble, kind warrior, and it, it's it's great to see that a, a man like you truly loves this sport and doesn't have a swollen head. Because we all know what happens in this sport, but you know what? Continue your greatness, continue your path, and whoever the winner may be in this next war deserves it. Yeah. And on that note, mate, give your daughter a hug. And realize that the world will know who Anthony Holmes is because you are created and you're added to the history book as a BKB 26. We're proud, mate. We're proud. Chris. Again, echo everything Don's just said, mate. I really appreciate you giving your time to us to come on and have a chit chat. Maybe not talk about biscuits, Don, but because um, <laughs> yours are wrong. Let's put it this way. We don't put biscuits with gravy over here. Um, <laughs> But honestly, mate, I really appreciate it. I'm obviously now fully focused on watching your career go from here. And I'm obviously going to be a big fan of yours, especially because you fly the British flag. And obviously, I'm biased, aren't I, Don? Um, so thank you very much, mate. I definitely want to get you back on whenever it's possible again after you've had, you've had your second fight with Chad Kelly. Yeah, definitely. Um, one second, though. Now, I'm, I'm the one that's really screwed here because I like Anthony. And I like Chad, so I can't even root for either one of them. I can't root for either one of them. I appreciate you, mate. God bless you. Thanks for having us on. All right. Thank you. Thank you. See you, mate. Man, I love the guy. I absolutely love the guy, bro. Yeah. You know what? I told you. Those Brits are just good guys, you know? Fantastic. I'm not a good guy, no, but you know what? I'm honest about that. You know what I mean? You and your biscuits and bloody gravy, mate. Well, you're um, a bloody prick, so what's the difference? There's not much, to be honest with you. No, honestly, <laughs> Anthony Holmes, um, brilliant guy, humble Class as act. fuck. Humble as fuck. Class um, act, yeah. 
share the story well, and, and really intrigued me all the way through this interview. But you, you know that I've been being attacked, you know, and, and the thing of it is, is you and I both said before the show, we, we don't think this is coming from Anthony Holmes. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't. And man, he gained a new fan today. But really, it's gonna. I, I'm not gonna pick on the next fight. I mean, I love Chad Kelly, but I I equally respect Anthony Holmes. So I yeah. mean, you know what? After that seven round war, like he said, there's only one way to to settle this because half of his friends see it one way, the other half see it another way. Half of my friends see it one way. He's, it's got to happen. You know, BYB, BKB. You got the fight of the year on your hands. Make Definitely. it happen. Um, on but it note. is your main fight. Oh, your main fight. It's your main fight. Before we go, actually, we are back here on Wednesday as well, aren't we done? With Joe jo yes, Elmore. Eight o'clock. Yes, Don't forget that one. We'll uh, see you guys on and Wednesday. You, Thank you very much. Hold on. Man. I, I, I get to say my farewells. We still got a minute no, and a half, mate. Fire away, kid. You know, make sure you check out the original Fighter's Voice with Don McGuire. Uh, I do everything from Muay Thai to boxing to MMA to Jello wrestling. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Jello wrestling. I put your link. Your link to description to Don's Facebook page for his fight. His Fighter's Voice is in the description yeah. below. So click but on. That I just want to. I just, I just want to say thank you to all of the United Kingdom. You know. Uh, you you people have really i don't know changed my life in a lot of ways you know i chris even says i'm not even supposed to be american because i can i can hang with the banner with the best of the of the english people but you know you know i i will get up in your feelings just like you do mine but you know what life is short love each other give each other shit but at the end of the day we all still have to exist. And on that mm -hmm. note, God bless you all, man. See you all Wednesday. Sports Social Podcast Network.